Hey, it's time for another episode of the Terrebonne Church's United Food Bank Podcast. I'm your host, Spud McConnell. At TCU Food Bank, we're taking care of you. Everybody's got to eat. Nobody should go hungry. And that's our motto here. So let's find out what's cooking at the TCU Food Bank while we're taking care of you. Okay, so uh, we're talking with Tara Detivo. I would have said Detivo and spelled it wrong, but it's is this a did you did you make up that name? No, no. it's real. It's French. It's yeah, French. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, my name's McConnell. That's French too. <laughs> that was, I don't know she, it doesn't. Is it French? That's not French. No, but my mother was a Myers. Oh, okay. She learned. Uh, she learned English in school. Right. She was a Cajun. Oh. I got you. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing real good. Are you really? Yeah. A lot of people say that coming here, and you know they're like lying. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I lost a toe last time. I'm being <laughs> looking for it under my car or something you like that. I haven't lost any toes, <laughs> and it's summer, so that's fun for us. Is it? Yeah, it's just fun. But you got your daughter here, which I ain't gonna say her name because there's crazies out there. That we yeah, come looking for you. she's sitting with me. <laughs> one of <laughs> one, one of, of four. One, one of four, four sitting with me, okay. just listening in. Just because so. she had, you know. I don't wanna. I just can I come with you? She was at work with me, and they were cleaning, and it's easier to listen. And to what clean. they are cleaning is Hope Extreme. Yes. Now, Hope Extreme is what? It's a nonprofit, local nonprofit startup here in Homa. Um, I think in 2007, uh, we started just with uh, doing some programs, and particularly the east side of Homa, and. Mm. Uh, Sought us a real big need, and so we do after school programs now. We were third, a nonprofit 501c3 faith based, uh, do after school programs, and um, then we added in some more programs to help with just what we see in our community uh, basic homelessness, uh, feeding programs. We work with teens as well, uh, bringing them to summer camps, mentorship programs, mm-hmm. and the like. Just, just really a, a, a nonprofit. You just an all around come on by. Come on by. Yeah. Let, what do you need? Let us help you. Kind of. Uh, well, place. okay. So the way, uh, well, the thing of it is, you came to us Absolutely. over here at the food bank because yes. you're in a feeding program, but you're gonna basically not overnight, but you are gonna take over kind of our homeless feeding program. Right. Yes. Which first thing is because because I'm jaded, you know. Right. <laughs> Is that you're going to take over a homeless program, but a lot of the stuff, a big chunk of the stuff you do is is with kids. Yes. And when people are going to sit there and go, I don't want kids and homeless. But right. I mean, it's like, this. it's not like you can have homeless people teaching the kids. No. You know, you've got these, this, you, you're more than capable of doing multiple things. Yeah. So our facility is on Grand Caillou. Yeah. Uh, so like when our kids come in after school program, uh, the other stuff sort of shuts down and it sort of becomes like real airtight, like a school would. Mm-hmm. And so the kids enroll in, they, they're not like just random, you know, kids or people allowed in. So, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, and they come in after school from like the area schools on the east side, get off so, the bus. Yeah. I mean, y'all been doing this. Yeah. Oh, seven is when this thing was founded. So this is right. no, this, no we, slouch. You got your act together. Right. Right. But uh, I think the need came by uh, when COVID hit, you mm. know, in 2020. Um, I mean, we're already right there I'm on Grand Caillou by the bunkhouse, um, you know, homeless shelter there. So we saw the need and, and always had things available. But when COVID hit and everybody like shut down for two months, it was like, what are we going to do to help Tell me about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and, and then you just saw all of the problems sort of snowball in. And of course, Ida just came in and, and made that 
10 times worse for us. So, um, so I think that's when we started sort of doing the blessing table. We have like a little blessing table outside 24 seven people come by, pick up what they need. Um, and at first it was just real simple. It was just, you know, here's a can of rain, uh, soup or whatever. And then Beanie weenies. Ah, did we do? Yeah. Spam, spam <laughs> and Vienna sausage. You know, you can't go wrong with no, Vienna sausage. I, Vienna. I know somebody who puts Vienna sausage in their gumbo. Oh, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll stretch it. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a Vienna sausage. It's like a chicken and you know, Dewey gumbo. Right. But yeah. You dice up a two, three cans of Vienna sausage and pour it in there. Let it cook towards the end. It's fattened up. It's like. It's, is it good? You never had it? Oh. Well, but, I mean, it's Vienna sausage. So it is what it is. Right. But right. The fact is, if you cook it and let it cook in there, then it sucks up all that flavor from the gumbo you're cooking. Right. So it's not like you're eating gumbo and all of a sudden, is that Vienna sausage? What is that? <laughs> No, it, it was actually uh, it was actually pretty good. It it, it stretched it considerably. Right. So. Yeah. So that's... didn't throw that jelly in there though. Oh yeah. No, it didn't do that. It might have. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> All the fat would have been yeah. in. It might have made it even better. <laughs> Vienna sausage. Yeah. I have, I, have a, a... I have a nephew, and all he wants for Christmas ever in his stocking is Vienna sausage. Uh, grew up, you know, and that's what he ate, and that's what he wants, and so yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't live on it. No. Uh, that's just too much salt. But I, I have to admit, uh, I have my little stash, and I don't <laughs> I don't have any Vienna sausage right now. Uh, yeah, I don't. I ate it already. Ooh. As yeah. you look through everything. I've had asparagus. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> I had some, I had some uh, corned beef, but uh, so, yeah. I made the mistake of offering it to somebody. Oh, my kids love corned beef. He offered it to me, and I was like, well, if you're going to offer it to me, yeah, I have four kids well, from the Philippines, and like corned beef is a big deal there. I love it. Yeah, and so they came home. They ate it with crackers. They loved it. Thank you. Uh, with mm -hmm. mustard. Yeah. Saltine crackers. Not, yeah. Just saltine. And, yeah. Well, I think they had pulled out an MRE. We had like an MRE somewhere, oh. and they had pulled out the crackers from it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh. so. Well, I, I mean, I <laughs> ate an MRE for the first time just last week. Really? Yeah. They, they did too. I think well, it was the, our first time. The tortilla in it was terrible. Yeah. The squeeze cheese that you're supposed to put with the tortilla yeah. was terrible, except I think if you'd have boiled some elbow macaronis and put it in there, it would have made a decent one. But just the flavor by itself was too much. But it had like a beef stew, beef and black beans. That was good. They yeah. had apples and some kind of spicy sauce. That was good. And then they had an apple sauce. Did you get the M&M's? No, I didn't get no M and M's. Oh. That's what that's what they were. I going got some for. cocoa powder. Oh yeah. Felt kind of ripped off. Over <laughs> they did M and M's, and my kids are going for M and M's and um, the powder drink, like the orange. There was some. Oh, I had one of those. Yeah, it was. Kind of yeah, it wasn't tang. It was some kind of cranberry drink. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing of it is, you can't live off of that. No. See, there's a lot of. I'm learning a whole lot about food, which I should know a lot about food anyway, because I'm fat. Fat people know a lot about food. <laughs> But uh, see, because your, your daughter over here is like, one of my legs is bigger than her. Yeah. So yeah. She, my, <laughs> my four kids are the skinniest people I've ever met in my whole life. Yeah, well, count your blessings because <laughs> you get big boned when you get older. And it's not like, oh, I can't climb them stairs no more. Right. But uh, no, you can't live on MREs because, no. I mean, even, even the military will tell you after three, four days max on MREs, they take you and, and put you on like real food for a right. while. So, I mean, you can eat like... Let's say you're gonna eat MREs this week. Well, you can't eat any MREs next week. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta get some real. And it, I mean, yeah. Again, yeah. you can live on it, but right, know, not for long. Yeah. So that trouble that makes that makes kind of makes your job that much harder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I think that's 
that is what we're seeing. Like, you know, in on the it's particularly on the east side of Homa, uh, we are seeing just a tremendous um, growth in the homeless population. As in, right now, well, I don't know, it's everything. Why, it, yeah. It's why everything, it? right? Um, I think, well, it's not only, I think, because of COVID, which we're still under COVID protocol here at the food bank. Right, right. Uh, and mean, it's bad. I mean, we just had somebody we know people, come out here yeah. the other day and do shots. Yeah, we, have, we know people with COVID, again, you know, so... Um, I think that's it. I mean, Ida put a big warp on that. Um, and, and our location, obviously, is like some of it. And we're there intentionally. Like our heart is to help and mm-hmm. to be a blessing. So like our heart is to stay there and, and to, to see what are the needs? How can we meet the needs? And then I guess with like inflation and all of that of this year, maybe yeah. um, foods, foods expensive. Tell um, me about it. And so um, and so we're seeing that. Um, and then, and then I think just finding a place to stay is after Ida, and uh, so we're seeing that, like where they're, you know, I don't really necessarily want to stay in these group haunt cities or whatever, but where do I go? What do I do? Um, and it's expensive to to rent well, anything. Know, yeah, so. it's very strange what's going on out there, and a lot of people don't realize what's right. going on out there. But a lot of times, and this happened after Katrina too, that a city will just take a big van with a 15 passenger van and load it up with the homeless people and dump it on another city. And whether people know it or not, that happens to Homa quite a bit. Right. And, and when that does happen, your organization or we will get a call in the middle of the night. Can you come like get some food and water to these people? They don't speak English. They don't know where they're going. Right. Or it's a bunch of homeless people. So, you know, where are they going to end up? I mean, right. we do a homeless feeding here. Homeless feeding? No. We have homeless distribution here on Thursdays, but we are going to slowly transfer that to you. So we'll be supplying you with stuff, but while people still come here, what we're going to end up doing is giving them your address and a bus pass right. so that they can, because you know, from, from downtown here to where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, you either got to go through the through tunnel, tunnel yeah. or over the, over the twin span things over there. So, and our, and our hope is, and I mean, right now we're doing that like logistically, we want to, it's hard. Homeless is hard. It's a hard, uh, it's, it's a, a hard, hard... life. You know what? Stop right there. We'll pick it up right here with the homeless when we get okay. back with Tara with Hope Extreme. So stick around. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of parish coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Spud here. The Scary Fast folks at ABC Title have returned to St. Charles Parish. They at 100 Melanie Street in Boutique, just down from the hardware store. Get all your car title business taken care of Scary Fast. Go to abctitle.com for directions and more. 
that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. And we're back talking to Tara Dedifo. I still think you made up that name from Hope Extreme, which has been around since 2017. And when we left, we were talking about homeless. You already had something in the way of a homeless program over there, but you're expanding it. Yeah. So, yeah, because of Hurricane Ida, COVID, just the need. And and, and so, and, and I mean, shelter is like this other idea. Yeah. Like we're just sort of tossing around. Um, you know, do we do, do that, that becomes such a, um, a need. It's just such a need here in Homa. And so what we're seeing is, is like, as before, maybe they were, they had needs, uh, before, and when I say yeah. before, before COVID, mm-hmm. before Ida, but now you're seeing like, this is real. This is, oh, yeah. it's, it's hitting the ground and it's not just like a couple people. We are, we probably see Oh, I don't know, eight to 10 people just walking through our door. That's not counting our tables that are on the outside. So we have like a blessing table just yeah. coming in. And, and what we're trying to do is get the community involved. So if you want to come and drop up, hey, I got like some pots and pans. I'm getting rid of them. We used to have a thrift store. It got destroyed for the thrift store. Uh, are you working store. on rebuilding that or is that uh, So not we were future? renting it and it's like, so, oh, so it's, it's, not, a land, it's up to the landlord. It's to up to that it. landlord. Uh, I got you. And so, yeah. Well, uh, how much of your funding would you get from the thrift store? I would say about ten to twenty percent. Um, so, so that's demolished. Yeah, twenty um, percent off the top. Yeah, yeah, we're hanging on. Uh, so that. yeah, so we're trying to think of other things, but um, yeah. So what what we're doing is just here's a blessing. So I got I got these pots. I don't need them. There's a blessing table right outside, and somebody comes and grabs them because it even if it's not homeless, it could still be an underprivileged or just someone, especially with the storms, yeah. it is so costly to get these houses redone. You know, well, no, yeah, let me tell so, you something. homeless people, yeah. you know, people, especially who've been homeless for a long time. And there's a lot of people out there who want to be homeless, but right. they have, they, I see videos all the time, hobo pots and hobo cooking and all that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah, somebody who is chronically homeless may be able to take advantage of all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and so it's just it's just there. It's just we have, I, someone just dropped off clothes at our center, so we have all that outside. Yeah. and it, you know, it does it get a little messy. Yeah, uh, so we got to pick it up. It's okay, um, but there's, when you see the need, then you mm-hmm. have to meet the need. You know, and so I think for us, especially being faith based, it's how really the hands and feet of of what we say verbally. We need to put that into action. Where so, are you at? What's the address? 437 Grand Caillou. So that is like if you're coming out of the tunnel from West Homa, take a left, pass up the Rouses, and then we'll be on the right-hand side in the so shopping right, center. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I go to that Rouses all the time. Me too. Yeah, it's like my, okay. my shopping place. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, see, that's like us. We do food. Right. We have people calling up, can we drop off toys and thin clothes? After the storm, we did, but we brought it all to... Uh, uh, St. Vincent de Paul. Right. People dropped off like, you know, companies or to drop off here. Here's a crate of Tylenol. Right. We do not distribute food. We, I mean, we, it's all we distribute is food. Correct. We do toiletries, 
you know, but mm -hmm. no, we do not give away any kind of drugs, aspirins or nothing, and we do not give away clothes. Mm -hmm. We do food. That's it. But a lot of people have that kind of stuff. I mean, they go dump them in the in the, the boxes, the human. Why Habitat Humanity wants them? I don't know, but they'll have. But now they can start. You don't want to just dump stuff, though. No. Don't bring don't. a dirty, rusty, flat-tired old bicycle and think you're doing somebody some good. Yeah. Or, like, you know, used clothes. I mean, slightly used, we got it. Like, yeah. sometimes. Ooh, it's a I mean, put it like this. If yeah. you wouldn't put it on, then right. don't expect somebody else to put it on. Right. Yeah, and that, I think that's big. You know, like, I think if we say we're going to care for someone, then we're going to care for them correctly. And not just, like, let me give them my leftovers that really should just be in the trash rather let's look at it and say okay let's let's, let's really yeah. be a blessing and so and we go through it i mean we're going to go through it and make sure um yeah. but it, it you know and i think that helps and it's 24 7 so you can come by really open that 24 7 i mean well i can understand the tables out front yeah but our food so we have it on the table every morning and evening before we leave it's just now when it's out it's out so yeah. again i'm not policing that but so 24-7, if you need some food, and then we'd ask people, we have signs out, please only take what you need, you know, yeah. for food. Uh, that's an honor code. Um, and, and when we come back in in the mornings, you know, we're going to fill up that table again and give some people Where do you get your blessing. stuff besides from us? So we got a blessing from you guys. We got tons of stuff. Um, so like local schools do food can drives. I know a home of Christian, uh, Vanderbilt, those kind of places have yeah. helped us. Uh, any churches that are doing that, somebody just heard about us. And actually what's really neat is sometimes people just, I think people see this is a way I can really help. And so they'll just come in, you know, either they're cleaning out their cabinet and I know people who just go purchase things and go put them. Yeah, we table. get that too. Yeah. I mean, we'll have somebody show up with like two or three cases and it's obviously they just, they went to a store and bought all yeah. the things. We'll take it. Yeah. And I, 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 I think got somebody we can use it, believe it. Right, right. So I think that's really neat when people do that. You ever have things so. like, you know, car washes or, or you go to a church and go, can we have a car wash and do a food drive, you know, bring right. me two, three dollars or give me five dollars worth of food and we'll wash your car, that kind of deal? Uh, we don't. So because I guess our we're already always funding for, yeah. for for the whole program in its totality. Yeah. Uh, but like if somebody else does like, Hey, we're yeah. Or you can do like a birthday fundraiser, right. On, on Facebook, on social media. And mm -hmm. a lot of people will do that. Hey, this is a cause I believe in, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, we went to, I mean, but then again, I'm food, right. But we went to a, a theater in Jefferson parish and uh, they were doing Cinderella. And so we had these, these things made posters where you could stick your face in there and take a picture at Cinderella, you know, mm -hmm. with a little glass slipper in the whole shebang. And we had to bring a, uh, you know, we took money too, but right. yeah, we walked right three, four hundred pounds of food. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, I can stretch food a lot farther than most people can. Right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, if, if, if you, other than just money, which I know we all need money, right. but if some great Easter egg were to just drop in your lap sometime this week, uh -huh. what, what would that Easter egg look like? Besides money. But yeah, funding. Um, I mean, we're, we're pushing towards, uh, the, well, we have a shower facility that's not open yet. So I think that's a big Easter egg that we want to have available, uh, for the homeless and just people coming in, um, helping them, you know, get back a, a good step. Well, right no, we're not going. well okay. Yeah. So 
A big Easter egg would be your shower facility finished and open. Yeah, finished and open. How many people can it handle? Is it just a it's, one shower? Uh, I think it's two, and then it has like a small kitchenette slash washeteria on the side of so it. Does somebody wash their clothes yeah. there too? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we haven't started it yet, but we'll see well, how, it, how it rolls. Uh, we are waiting on a plumber, so um, but we, we got some calls in today. So hopefully, you know, we're hoping by summer sometime that it will... The, the, the casing's all there. It wasn't destroyed by the storm. Uh, so that's a, a blessing. And it's so, an indoor shower? It's outside. Okay. So we're going to like, it has like a 15-minute water timer. We've got codes on the on the um doors and things like that. The facility would be open when we're there. Uh, you know. Mm -hmm. And then So you can't go take a shower at 3 in the morning. No, no. But no. you can go get a biscuit and wait for y'all to show up. Yeah, and take yeah. A shower. And we get, I mean, we have staff there 8 to 5, you know, so... Um, Monday through Friday. So I think it's, you know, something that could really help the community. Oh, and yeah. So, Just yeah. some place to go, you know. And we're also getting ready to announce, uh, we're doing like a hangout in the front, Hope Hangout. Uh, we just think East Side needs some real good things, especially we were really devastated by the storm, more than West Homa. I know there are other areas, of course, down the bayous. Everybody. Yeah. Remember. But uh, you're, you're not seeing a, a real quick recovery, uh, in, at least in our area. Uh, there's still buildings that have just not been touched. And when I say built, like complexes, you know, like save a lot. Oh, yeah. All those uh, areas. I, and and yeah. I'm coming in. Well, I'm all over the place, too. But I mean, when I come and go just from where I've stayed. Because right. I live in Metairie, and I only got my roof on my house. Absolutely, yeah. And and I'm still fighting my insurance company. They didn't pay for it. I had to get an SBA loan. Right. You know, so, yeah, I'm still in all the middle of that, too. Yeah, and I, everybody. I refused, I refused to have a hurricane season come and not have shingles on my roof. Right. Period. End of story. So, I was able to do that, and they're going to fix my gutters. But, I mean, I, I took out an SBA loan. Yeah. You know, and I got a, I got a it's kind of like I took out equity on my house. Why do I even have insurance if they're not going to pay? Right. I mean, so you, yeah. everybody's fighting. Everybody's fight. fighting that. So yeah. So we're we're hoping to open up a hangout. As, as I guess my second Easter egg is we want to put the front part, put a basketball court, uh, sand sand volleyball little park, uh, and stuff huge. like that. Huge. Yeah. Biggest that space you got over. It's we have a nice we have parking lots and all that. So. We just said, let's do, because we work with young people too. So the front end of the building would be like your young people, hangouts, you know, kind of real neat place. Maybe Friday nights, have it open, um, you know, do, I don't know, snowballs. Kind I understand of thing. what you yeah. mean. Yeah. You're, so you're trying to give, you're trying to give somebody a place back. in the neighborhood to go. Number one, if they don't have a place to go. Right. But also number two, people who, you know, because we don't have a recovery yet, you're looking to give somebody a place to go so they're not out running the streets getting in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's always been our heart. Is I think people get in trouble because there's nothing to do. They're looking for something to do. Yeah, and, and, and you end up with the wrong kids, and especially our young people. You know, end up with the wrong people. I don't know. Uh, some of them oldies out there can <laughs> cause a little mess. Uh, you know, sometimes I get cocky. I, I yeah. All right. So so all right. Where are you at again? What's your website? What's your phone number? All right. We're at four three seven Grand Caillou in Homa, and then our website is www.hopeextreme.org. So the two E's are together. The two E's are together, H-O-P-E-E-X-T-R-E-M-E.org. And then we are at 985-873-3145. Coolness. Yeah, definitely call us. Well, definitely thanks for call coming. us, check thanks us for, out. for bringing your uh, silent youngin' over here. Yeah, she did a good well, job. Actually, I scared her into not talking. <laughs> Isn't that awful? She's just laughing. She's just laughing. 12 years old. Yeah. My youngest is 20. Oh, uh, 
But since I talk to friends who like, uh, you know, who got grandkids already, and I got somebody got great grandkids, I'm going, I just got kids. Just kids. Just well, kids. Well, we'll get there. All right, Tara, thanks a bunch. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, thanks Wrapping for having this us. Wrapping this up right yeah. after this. All right. Spud here. So you're putting something in your trunk and you notice your license plate sticker says 2019. 2019? What are you going to do? Well, the first thing is you count your lucky stars you haven't been pulled over. And the second thing is you call ABC Title because they can print you a new sticker and registration in less than 30 minutes. Go to abctitle.com to find the scary fast office nearest you. Then bring your driver's license and proof of insurance and bada bing, ABC Title's on the job. ABC Title is scary fast.